the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I now have on the line, and I'm very delighted that he agreed to come on. I have on the line Robert McCartney, Senior Regional Correspondent and Associate Editor at the Washington Post, whose article I spent a lot of time reading to you yesterday. Since I wrote in 2014, let me see if that's the correct date. Yes, I wrote, Why the Left's Preoccupation with the Redskins, by National Review and Town Hall column. I didn't understand the preoccupation. And to his great credit, this is the reason, among others, that I, I saluted him and spoke about the article. He wrote ten columns against the name Redskins, and now, because of the Washington Post poll, that nine out of ten American Indians, Native Americans, don't care about the name Redskins, he has dropped his opposition. So, uh, sir, Mr. McCartney, thank you very much for agreeing to come on. My pleasure. Good to be here. So my first question is, I'm very curious how reactions to your column have been. <laughs> well, there's been a lot of reaction. Uh, it's been quite split. It's been mostly very passionate. I'd say about 40% has been from people who support the name, the team name, and basically say, uh, you idiot, uh, why did it take you so long? And I'd say about 40% is people who oppose the name, who are very critical of the poll, very critical of me, um, some people sort of urging me to reconsider and change my position again. Um, And then about 20%, I'd say, very complimentary and... Uh, sort of, I think, what you indicated at the beginning there, you know, congratulated me for being open-minded and having intellectual integrity and being willing to reconsider my position in light of new facts. Right. How do you react now to the ones who were angry at you from the left, not the right? Well, the I under, first of all, let me just make clear one thing. I still... You know, and I'm personally uncomfortable with the word, with the team name. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the team. I mean, I'm a long-time devoted fan, season ticket holder, you know, enthusiastic fan. But uh, I, I was in a minority uh, of fans who thought the name should be changed before. Now I still don't really like it, but I have to say in light of this poll that I can't oppose it anymore. I mean, I think they... They have, you know, there's no justification. I have no intellectual justification anymore for opposing it. Now, the people who are mad at me from the left, they're basically making two, or, well, I guess three arguments. One argument is um, the word is innately racist. Uh, the word redskin is innately racist, and you just can't get away from that. Um, I think that the poll shows, you know, where, where eight, four out of five Native Americans said they did not consider the word to be disrespectful of Native Americans. I think that the poll casts a lot of doubt on that. I know dictionaries, I used to cite dictionaries as saying it was 
defining it as a usually or often a racial slur. Uh, now I think the dictionaries are either out of date or incomplete. At least they need to be revisited. A uh, second argument that's being used a lot, and this is what a lot of the Native American activists are pushing, is the poll's methodology is wrong. You know, you don't like the results of the poll, so you question its methodology. Well, I just disagree with them about that. I mean, I have a lot of confidence in our pollsters. They were very careful to try to avoid the pitfalls that arise when you try to do opinion surveys of Native Americans who are a particularly difficult group to survey. But the poll had exactly the same result, as I'm sure you know, exactly yes, the same exactly. result I was going to say 12 years ago. Right, the Pew so, poll, right. So I think we not the Annenberg Center poll of 12 years ago. So, you know, I think we've now got two polls that basically, right. not just one poll, it's two polls over 12 years that show the same thing. And the second poll, our poll, in which, of course, I naturally, as a Washington Post person, have, have particularly great faith, um, the second poll comes, you know, after, you know, several years of very high-profile debate and discussion of this issue. Right. All right. Hold on there, if you would. This is just fascinating. So now I want to ask you more challenging questions. Why do okay. why why did you believe, for example, why did you believe it's a racial slur? Did you in your life ever hear anybody called a redskin in a, in a, as a negative epithet? No, no. I I was uh, tried to be clear about this from the first column where I took a stand, and I reiterated this in the column in the commentary that I just wrote, changing my position. I based my opposition on two things. The first was that every major Native American organization for many, many years has condemned the name and advocated uh, getting rid of it, pushed very hard to get rid of it uh, on grounds that it was a racial slur. So that was the first thing. And then the second thing, as I mentioned, was dictionaries since the late 60s have defined the word Okay, great. Uh, I, I understand. Usually offensive. Right. So, but my point is that now with this poll, both of those arguments. That's right. So now, okay, so great. Right. So now I want to ask you, because you're obviously an intellectually honest man, which is not easy to find these days. So I, I want to ask you, and it's not, there's no intent to trap you. I want to understand your thinking, because I, I think it's reflective of many people's thinking. So now, are you drawing any conclusions? And I'll be very, uh, very totally open the, of conclusions I would like you to draw. One is that the, uh, overwhelmingly, minority organizations are in the business of showing how bad society is to their group and how much their group is a victim because that's how they stay in business. The day that black organizations announce what I that is Prager believe that this is the least racist country that has ever existed, they really uh, don't have a raison d'etre. The day that Native American organizations say, you know what, the truth is Americans don't have ill will toward us, they have pretty good will toward us, the name Redskins actually honors us, doesn't defame us, they're out of business. So that's a conclusion that, that I would like you to entertain. Okay. Well, I would say, I hear your point. I understand where you're coming from. And I would say that, that certainly uh, minority groups, but also other political groups, uh, you know, almost, you know, many, many political groups 
basically capitalize on trying to cast their the people they represent or purport to represent as being victims. And I don't think that that's limited to minority groups. I think that political parties, uh, factions within political parties, uh, all kinds of civic groups or politically active groups try to cast their people as being victims. And, and that is a way of sort of justifying their existence and maintaining, you know, keeping donations up and keeping activism up. I mean, I think that that's, I don't think that that's limited. I think there's no question that minority groups do that, but I don't think that's limited to minorities. Okay, I do. I, I don't know, uh, maybe I'm, I'm just out of it. I don't know of anything approaching the clout of minority leadership groups that exists among, for example, white males like you and me. Uh, even though white males commit more suicide than black males or black females or white females, the most suicide-prone group in America is now white males. But I don't see any big group depicting white males as victims. Well, um, I really don't want to be drawn into this sort of broader discussion. I mean, I... Well, no, no, you you drew... You, you broadened it, not I. <laughs> so it's okay, okay. And we can leave it there. Now the dictionaries... You so, asked me the question, and I responded to the th- question. Th- I know that. By, by saying that it wasn't only minority groups, but I said I think it is only minority groups. But okay, uh, it's, it, I think unless you wanted to add something there, that's fine. The dictionaries now. Now, you, to again, to your credit, you said, hmm, maybe the dictionaries, it's not your words, but maybe the dictionaries got it wrong. Right. Well, I think that the dictionaries are either out of, I think that personally, I think they're both out of date and incomplete. I think they're out of date because when they say that the word is usually or frequently a racial slur, I think they should at the least amend that to say that that it is sometimes or occasionally a racial slur. And then I also frankly think they ought to add, and I think one dictionary has done this, they ought to add a second definition, which is capital R Redskins, you know, the name of a you know, the National Football League franchise in the Washington area, because I think most people now, I'm beginning to think, most people now, when they hear the word Redskins, they think of the football team. Right, exactly. But now, again, let me offer you my darker read of the dictionaries, that they lied because they had an agenda to portray America as racist. There is no truth to their claim that it, that it is frequently used as a racial slur. Your own life, as you said, you, you have never heard the term. We well, have all I heard the... have been around a lot of Native Americans. Oh, no, 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 you don't have... No, 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 but they wouldn't be used around Native Americans. It would be used by non-Native Americans to describe them. Uh, but everybody has heard, unfortunately, the N-word used, but nobody has ever heard the, the word redskin used as a racial slur. Well, a lot, a lot of Native Americans say they have heard it as a racial slur. Apparently, I've heard a, well, a number of Native Americans say that. Well, then why would nine out of ten not be offended by a team named after a racial slur? Well, I don't think that. I think that some people have heard it used in a negative way, and other people haven't. Um, it, it, it turns out that only a, a small number of people, according to these two polls. Uh, mm. See it that way. All right. All right. Uh, just a couple of more minutes, sir. Thank you so much. We'll continue. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.